Okay. Oh man, RJ, welcome to the Reject Right Now podcast, my brother. Okay, pass that, Tony the Kid. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So, guys, thank y'all for joining us today. It is Let's Talk About Us. Let's Talk About Us. <laughs> Just Us Rejects. Let's Talk About It. Peanut Butter Cups, you guys. Another episode. We got crazy topics, good stuff. Old Man RJ is with us. We're going to get to it. Now, today's topics at hand are like a chocolate candy that can come in the form of a circular cup filled with peanut butter cup. I can't help it. I got to do it. Peanut butter cup. These are two great tasty tastes. Sorry, taste. That taste great together. Am I right, old man? Damn right you are. <laughs> so, guys, that's going to be some good stuff talking about today. Let's get on board for the first one at hand. James Wan trench movie, if you guys remember, was secretly canceled, of course. Well, not secretly canceled. Was canceled in general, but secretly was going to be a Black Manta solo film. Would that work? Old man RJ, you first, my man. All right, let's do this. So, in my opinion, I think we were talking about this before you and me, and what you brought up is true. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, if you're going to make a Black Manta movie, don't call it Trench. Call it Black Manta. Trust your characters. My problem with this is that when you have a guy who has, you know, you put uh, all these movies, all these things, you leave them to in the hands of a man who doesn't understand the comic genre or the comic fandom, you know, comic book fandom. Right. So you have, you know, he's not going to do it. He's not going to know what to do. He's just going to try to toss whatever he can and, you know, without caring, just he's he was out there to make money, you know, like. Oh, uh, Trench, this was very popular with the fans. You know, they want more. No, we don't want more. We want you to, you know, if it's going to be Black Manta, make it Black Manta. That's why, in my opinion, I don't know. I think James Wan was lying about it being a Black Manta movie. I feel like he was just trying to do it to, you know, make his boss, the guy who was in charge of all this, look like, you know, oh, he knew what he was doing, but he didn't. James Wan was just trying to help a friend out (laughs) with that saying. No, yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. I agree with that point, old man. I would have to say that in I give it to James Wan making great horror flicks, okay? The big issue at hand was at the time when Aquaman came out, it had a different CEO than it does now. At that moment in time, when Aquaman was successful, the one pe- one thing that fans were loving and were really cool about the flick was the trench scene. With all the sea creatures and sea monsters that came about through the trench, people love that love that theory, especially involving the Bermuda Triangle, because it's it's a classic myth, legend, like everyone don't know, you know, and it, it's it opened up the door to a possibility of maybe a film, maybe we could do a series or some sort like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the way how things are going now. I actually don't mind a series of an HBO Max. Actually, thinking about it more, HBO Max series about the trench, Bermuda Triangle, little things here and there, adding it to a show. It that would be that would be cool. That would be a horror flick, still in James Wan's you know repertoire of directing and filming. That okay, cool. I'll bet. I think that'd be great. But the idea of saying, you know, it was going to be a Black Manta movie was just like you said felt like more of um 
a push. It felt like more of uh, like you know, let's just throw all let's throw all this together, and that way fans can relate to why we're doing a trench movie when you didn't need to necessarily make it a secret Black Manta movie. You know what I mean? And like, what do you think about that? I think yeah, I agree. They, you know, they didn't have to say it was going to be a secret only a Black Manta movie. If you're gonna, if you knew you messed up, and then in my opinion, it's own your mistakes. Yes. Own up to it, you know, and say, hey, we, you know, we kind of messed up. We wanted to like give you what we thought you guys wanted, but we didn't realize what you guys wanted was good comic book movies. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. So what they could have done is if they want to make a trench movie, uh, why not base something or like you said, a series, you know, why not base it back in uh, probably the World War Two era? Make it based on how these things are discovered in the first place. Probably in World right. War Two, they could have been, uh, you know, you could have based it on Black Manta having a grandfather and his grandfather was part of a World War Two army team. Right. And they probably they were off into a submarine getting ready to face off against another like the Nazi war soldiers, you know, in the submarine battle. And they end up in this Bermuda Triangle. And now here we are watching all these guys that end up in this thing trying to survive the trenches. I think that would that would fit perfectly. And I think that would be best for the show. Just because it makes sense. You can we can utilize everything that they're doing and bring it back in time. And if you remember a Nakoman movie, the, the father and the son discussed the reason being of the Black Manta name. Which thus brings us to the grandfather, possibly the great-grandfather story to passing down the line. Why not move it from there? Why not evolve that story and utilize that story to benefit the trench scenes and benefit the the whole genre itself too to make that part successful and have it that type of old school not old school but some way shape or form it's connected to to the to the series it would i think it would work fine i agree it would it would be interesting because then we could what if the original costume didn't have all the things that it has now what if the grandfather created it um, kind of like a way to protect himself from getting attacked by these things. So he creates the costume, uh, the original suit, without the high tech that it has now. Then, as you know, as time goes by, now we get the grandson who creates the the real version of the high tech version. Right. I think, I, like you said, I think because back in time you used to have those old school submarine type of helmets and stuff like that. Like, I could understand if they could. Maybe use the idea of, oh, he he kind of the great grandfather set the example of new technology with the submarine submarine technology, right? And yeah. they kind of upgraded it in their shape or form that was a little bit more advanced to to the norm, of course. And then eventually, obviously, again reaches to the great grandson, which is now the new Black Manta, and upgraded again from there was because he used and was able to get his access on the technology from Ocean Master who then helped him. So now it's a better upgrade. So it just makes sense to pass down 
the timeline and pass genre to the new one, and it makes sense of the connection to it. It's simple. It's simple, easy, and if you execute it properly, it be the greatest, coolest thing ever, if I'm not mistaken. Right? It would be. I agree. So, that's, I mean, that's the thing. I think that's where they should need to really look into, agree with, and then move on from that, because that, that'll be used perfectly. Whew, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Now, moving along to the second topic at hand. Peoples, Rona Bros games are working on a Smash Brothers style game. Okay, if you guys know the Super Smash Brothers. It will be titled Multiverse, which then will feature Shaggy from, obviously, Scooby-Doo and the gang. Batman, of course, and anybody you can think of in the DC Universe. Gandalf, which then connects to who? Lord of the Rings franchise. And so much more. And let's put it this way, old man RJ. You and you saw Space Jam 2, correct? Yes. Okay. So fans, if you saw Space Jam 2 as well, like my man, old man here, okay? Even though he probably fell asleep twenty like mid twenty minutes into the movie. Okay? That's how old he is. Um if you watch this scene where they finally get all together and they're on the court and they're finally about to play the game, you saw instant classic characters that were the audience. The Hulk, the freaking uh, Godzilla, the, the King Kong, the freaking little, what was it, he, the He-Man Masters or whatever case may be. Iron Giant. That, Iron Giant. All the guys can be involved in this game. And old man RJ would agree that you can definitely get some DLC packs. Make it dope. Am I right? What what would be your ideas to the addition to that? Dude, imagine if we get a stage, okay? Like instead of having Godzilla and Kong in the game, we like as playable characters. What if they're part of a stage and while you're fighting in, in there, you can see them battling out each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the background, oh, right? Yeah. There. I'll go with that. And as the stage progresses, like as you're playing, uh, at some point, it would be cool if like all of a sudden you see uh, you're actually, when you think you're playing on, like you're playing on, on platform, reality uh-huh. without realizing you're just playing on top of the building where uh mecha godzilla pops out of so now you're gonna be coming up into the sky because of mecha godzilla fighting on top yeah. of like him or something right yeah you see that that just it opens the door and here's my thing and what what i feel like wb needs to utilize and that i feel like they're the greatest one of the greatest franchises right now that that's out there that hasn't really tapped into their worth. Let's put it that way. They have not. And let's be honest. They have not tapped into their stuff. Because if they're barely now coming up with this, they have more control over their characters than a Marvel, than Sony. Because they didn't their, their characters wasn't sold to another entity and they have to ask for permission to use it here and all this kind of stuff like that. And you got people like, you got characters like from Mortal Kombat to join up in there. You got so many old school characters from the Looney Tunes to Animaniacs uh, 
Peaky and Freakazoid. the Brain. Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Oh, even better. Freakazoid. Freaking Pinky and the Brain. And it's like... Thundercats. Thunder... Oh, my God. Even freaking Thundercats, you guys. Sailor Moon. If I'm not mistaken, they had some rights to that. Masters of the Universe. Masters of the freaking Universe, people. Understand the um, the potential into this game. This game could be by far the biggest box-selling game that there ever will be. And it could be even more for years to come. Maybe they don't want to put all the characters in the one thing. Maybe they want to do here and there. And then all of a sudden, cool, fine. Number two comes out. Add more. Number three comes out. Add more. Make a storyline. Make a, a, a walkthrough franchise. An old man, like an old man RJ style. Make it a four player type of storyline. Story mode like that. Am I right, old man? I would like that if they had a story mode where, like, instead of you four fighting against other four characters or something like that. You know, you could have four people walking out there in the map fighting against other, like, characters until you get to the boss stage. And you have yeah. to beat the bosses, you know, and you fight all these different bosses and stuff like that. There you go. You see what I mean? I, myself, per- like, respectively, probably would be choosing Freakasoy for the most part for this fun character. Just saying. <laughs> or if if anything, I would probably pick somebody from uh, Thundercats, now that you said that. So, I think that would be even dope. That would be cool. You you know, I think you mentioned when we were talking about this before, you mentioned about how like the main villain in this should be uh, Pinky and the Brain. And I kind of like that idea. I kind of like how you said that before. There you go. Pinky and the Brain be the head honchos as the villains in this, you guys. Why? Because they finally they go to a museum, you know, since they're lab rats, of course. Right. They're lab rats. Mm-hmm. They're moving around. They move around into the museum in the museum. They have an ancient artifact from, let's say, uh, Lord of the Rings or some baloney like that, right? One of the globes, one of the little sorcerer's uh, uh, staffs. And when they put their hands on it, they change the universe. They change the WB universe. And their whole thesis of their living the purpose of their cartoon is to take over the world. But guess what? Now they're taking over the universe. Now that we're having all these multiverses and crossovers and all this type of stuff, now we're finally getting into that trend that's happening now. This makes it even sweeter. Am I right? Yeah, this would be interesting if that happens because, uh, you know, uh, Pinky and the Brain could create a being like a probably like a, me- a mechanical robot, and that'd right. be how they both control the robot, and that's how you fight them. Right. Exactly. So imagine exactly. that happening. Yeah, exactly. I would agree. Imagine it happening. Like it just, it has so much freaking potential. It has a lot of potential, and it could be. I mean, I just, I would be super stoked and super excited for if they really, really did something like this and made this really happen. Because I'm, this would be. <coughs> sorry, <coughs> my throat. This would be the coolest thing in the world. It just it would be Scooby Doo comes back, plays the character. Shaggy comes out. You know, let's say let's say WB wants to play into the whole Shaggy and smoking weed thing, right? Let's say he has a special move and he 
comes out with some smoke and coughs in front of the face or some blowing like that. Like, you know what I mean? Or it comes out with nothing but food things as weapons and his pulls it out of his back and stuff like that. Like, where the hell did he get that long john sandwich? Where the heck did he come up with that slice of pizza? Where, like, what Scooby-Doo coming up with a Scooby snack out of his pocket? What, 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 where does hot sauce come from? You know what I mean? Like, things like that. They can be goofy and funny. They have so much ideas with this. They just got to get the right push. And people got to really sell it, man. I think of art. Right now, old man, I think we're selling the hell out of this thing. Am I right? Because <laughs> we pretty much, that's the thing about uh, fandom is we understand our, uh, <clears throat> we have good ideas because we know what we want. Yeah. And we know what people will have and have a joy for, you know, because we've have so many years of experience of playing ourselves with not playing with ourselves, sorry, uh, playing with <laughs> playing with the video games and being dope playing video games, having fun playing the video games. So it's it just comes with experience. So uh, I don't know what else we can go with this, man. It's exciting. What, what, what else you got? Uh, other than that. I don't know. I think probably they could save uh, Brainiac for a different game as the main villain and Darkseid. And who knows? He has so many possibilities. Like, even Marvin the Martian could be a villain. Oh, there you go. Or a companion. A companion to that. What if he's a companion to Pinky in the Brain? Because it's a multiverse. Guess who they're going to need? They're going to need a ride. Who they going to call on? Whose spaceship is going to come out of nowhere? Bugging Martian Manhunter, just how we did in Space Jam. So, you know what I mean? Like, that would even be cool. Yeah, I like that idea. It'd be crazy to watch something like that in the video game. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So, I think that's all we got for the second topic there, you guys. We're going to move on to the third and final topic of this show. Third topic we have today, Brandon freaking Frazier. Perfect on his name. Put some respect on me. Exactly. Has been cast as back one of back a Batgirl villain in her HBO movie that's coming out. Firefly. Now, if you guys don't know who Firefly is, he's a villain to Batman, of course. He's been in the new comic comic book. He's kind of been used a lot in the new comic um not comic book, uh in the new animated series movies. The Batman the Batman ones that was kind of coming around with Son of Batman. Batman Family or something like that. He came out in that one. Am I right? I think so. I haven't seen him much. I oh. think he's he's been around. I just my memory, you know, it's fuzzy. Yeah. So definitely come out through there, and I think that that's actually really good for this character to come on about and help out and not help out, but kind of give us that the vulture style. Am I right? For Marvel? Pretty much. Like uh but I think Brendan Fraser's character might actually be evil compared to Vulture, where Vulture was doing it to kinda like he had a good heart at the end. Yeah, I think I, I mean I, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think with Firefly, he has more of a potential of actually being the villain. Like more of the, you know, gang a mafia gang style. Uh, want you know wants control using maybe utilizing technology that fell upon him and or maybe he was a pilot and he, like kind of like Falcon where he was a pilot and he was special ops or something like that that fell through so he's 
turn enraged and now he wants to havoc on Gotham or some blowing like that. You know what I mean? Like simple stories like that that could connect to Batgirl, but also cause nuisance to Batgirl. And also give the character uh power, strength behind the character. Am I right? Yeah, I agree with you. The only thing is, I wonder if he's going to be established already within the movie, or if they're going to give him like an origin uh, story. In my opinion, gotcha. I think he should be established because he's already a well Batman villain. So it'd be interesting if he just shows up because he's probably, you know, he escaped out of jail and now, you know, he ends up being in Batgirl's uh, territory. She has to stop him. Uh, yeah, I, I would have. I would say so. That would be cool. Uh, well, that would connect it. Like, let's say uh, they're on, you know, they're coming and storming in and it's going through her story. And then all of a sudden she's in the deli and she's watching the news. What, you know, Commissioner Gordon uh, and then on the news, you know, so and so escaped from prison on the loose, wreaked, wreaked havoc in L.A., then moved to uh, Texas, wreaked havoc there, then moved to Louisiana. And then he's kind of like they're kind of seeing that he's making their way somewhere and they're expecting them to show up at, let's say, Gotham, right? And then when he, when, who gets prepared for the most to defend Gotham City itself? Batgirl. Yeah, I like so, that. You know what I mean? Like, it's simple for connects the characters. Like you said, it makes the to where not really give I'm sure you'll do a scene where you do back of course and they're going to show his him with his family his kids and all that type of stuff why he was why he was turning right we got in prison whatever they'll do something like that which makes sense connect the story give us some good give us some good depth of the character right I would like if they do like a backstory and they do it animated style and you see like an animated Ben Affleck uh, taking them down originally, you know? Well, even then, they, listen, even then, excuse me, you can even add Batfleck into I'm sure Batfleck would definitely be on board to jump on over, dress up again, and show up. Am I right? Oh yeah, I think I mean look at the fact that he did Suicide Squad. You know, he right. he not this Suicide Squad, but the original, like the first one. Right, exactly, because it was it was set up that way, and I think right now everybody else, like including ourselves, are okay with the continuation of Bat of Batfleck. I'm okay with the continuation yeah. of that. I but, think the reason why we're okay with it is because. Ben Affleck, uh, in the new Zack Snyder movie, uh, since they did reshoots and all that, you saw right. Ben Affleck, a sober version of him, which Thank you. he had more of ability being Batman than he did when he was drunk. And even then, a Ben Wayne. I think, yes, I, think his, I think his Bruce Wayne improved drastically in this one, but also still needs to be utilized as smarter than the average person. Smarter than the average smart man. That's my thing. That's where the detectiveness and the you know, the mind of Batman needs to kind of creepily improve a little bit better. I a think lot that's better. what if I was uh, WB and any director right now, my 
my ideal, my goal would be to rebuild Affleck. Let's say since he was in alcoholism for a while and he wasn't in the shape they should have been, probably this is what's coming up is that he's probably, you know, he's now getting out of the phase that he was in. So you could do a thing where you're rebuilding him to be back to the way he was when he was originally the most smartest detective on Earth. There you go. And the one person be maybe going through his teaching would be Batgirl. In essence, and if possibly the reason why she's stepping up into the whole limelight is because Robin did die. Robin's already dead. At least the Drake version, right? Is it Drake? Uh, no, it's uh, Todd. Todd, yes. So at least, at least that version. So that means we already have freaking Dick. We have Dick out there. <laughs> and, you know, ready to go. I think, you know, Richard Grayson, if you're... If you think of it, Dick Grayson, he could be, you, it could be one of those stories where Harry left Gotham City. And that's why, you know, Batgirl stayed behind and she's like getting mentored by, like you said, like Bruce Wayne. And in this movie, even if you don't show Bruce Wayne much, you could still keep Alfred out there. Right. That, definitely. Especially that. Keep Alfred out there. But like you said, Bruce Wayne, here's the thing. Bruce Wayne may not be fully present, but at, at that too as well. It makes the it makes it it makes more sense to Bruce Wayne being the I guess you the the agitated old man now or the agitated version who like you said is building himself back up where she's going to advise this Batgirl and he's saying it's not gonna work you ain't gonna do it you gotta do it no it's not gonna work that's some this and giving her the negative side of it. To where she's now you teaching, like she's kind of counter-teaching herself the opposite of what she's saying, what he's saying. And I, that's where Alfred that uh, comes to play, because Alfred's always been that guy that, you know, tries to uh, build up the youth more. There you go. Exactly. To positive why, light. Exactly. Why he always felt connection to Dick, and why Dick and him were pretty decent. You know, they they had they were, they were, they had a good connection to where every time he went on his own or he needed like some type of me- mentorship after Bruce gave him a, a, a rough over the shoulder, there goes Alfred right then and there. That was the importance importance of him it's to the youth. You know that the the father figure mentor status, right? And in this one, in their case, he's kind of like the grandfather figure to those guys, you know? Bam. Exactly. Very true. So, all in all, in all interesting. Now, in, keep in with the same thing, not not a different topic, but also within the same within the same topic here. They also added secretly Jacob Scipio, Scipio <clears throat> if you say it right, Scipio to an unknown role. So, it's questionable. I don't, in my mind, give my two cents, I don't know what he could be. He was good in Bad Boys for Life. Here, as long as you utilize him good, I think you do good. Do you have any ideas, uh, any suggestions to where they could add him for, old man? Probably a uh, henchman for, uh, 
What's his face for Brendan Fraser's character Firefly? His son? His son or a henchman, like somebody who works for him. Who, like, they or, bring him in as a, huh? Or, or uh, um, a rival. To Firefly? To each other, yes. What a Firefly working solo. And then he's interrupting. Maybe, maybe Jacob is a mafia guy. In control of, of the young, a young new gang in the city, taking has control of and taking more control of a major place in in Gotham, and guess who wants a piece of that pie that's not getting the respect he deserves? Brandon Fraser. Yeah, there's possibility like that. There's right? also the pro- he could be uh, Brandon Fraser's protege and name himself the Killer Moth. Oh, there, hey, there you go. You lo- you know more than I do in that one. That's that should be fine. I'm fine with that. Cool with that. So I mean I mean that's all that. I, to be honest, I don't know where else you can kind of go with this whole Jacob guy. And for me, in these type of unknown roles, it's good ideas. The good thing is that he's attached to the film. He's on HBO Max. It's another another um platform to kind of get him into this type of universe. And then from there, you can utilize them in different projects so it's all more or less of what it is that they actually have them doing is the big question so i'm cool with those theories is do you have anything other theories old man i think everything we came up with is pretty good uh, except for probably firefly could be used as somebody who's after james Corden for putting him in jail oh there you go and why him and batgirl have a bigger, bigger fish to fry. Am I right? Yep. There you go. I like that, old man. All right. I think that's all we got for today for you guys on the Reject Rundown Podcast. Let's talk about it. Peanut butter cup edition. Reese's peanut butter cup. Damn it. Got me. Ugh. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Old man. Popcorn for your What do you guys say to the fans? Thank you, friends, for paying attention to our goofy but very sincere uh talks that we have and thank y'all for enjoying my choice uh spooky season treats for y'all like we just peanut butter cups <laughs> thank you guys again it's me toy the kid thank you guys for listening in tuning in with us today on the reject rundown podcast remember to follow us for sure on spotify apple Podcasts, all over the world as well as youtube check us out on instagram on the reject rundown you guys will definitely get in touch with us from there. If you guys want to DM us and comment on what our suggestions are for the show, or if anything, if you want to chime in and give us your thoughts, these type of theories may come into play. So remember to tune in. So otherwise, you guys have yourself a good night. Be safe.